back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I am your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. I'm going to talk today about the switching of your AFOs or the boot sizes. So when do you know it's time to switch the size? I think it's a common question for parents. And then I'm going to talk about what we did what the information we were told from our medical team and then what the things that we, how we proceeded to switch sizes once we knew it was time, okay? I think it's something that can cause a lot of stress for parents because we don't know when is the right time and I think there's a lot of different information out there in the community about when you should. So another medical disclaimer, of course, work with your doctor or your orthotist about boot sizing. We're like, again, I'm just talking strictly speaking from my experience and what has worked for us. It shouldn't be construed as medical advice because I'm not a medical professional. I am just a mom. So from our very first set of boots, um, the question was, when will I know it's time to size up? The boots start, okay, We also, I also need to say before this, we've strictly used the Mitchell Ponsetti AFOs. So I don't have experience with the Iowa Brace, the Markel, and ADM. I don't have any experience. So when I say boot or AFO, I'm strictly referring to our experience with the Mitchell Ponsetti. So... From they start small and the differences between the sizes is less in those smaller sizes, right? Um, what I mean by that is there is less of a size difference between a triple zero and a double zero than there is between a four and a five. Like a four and a five, there's it's a big size jump, but in those smaller sizes, they're meant for those little feet. So you the fit is really important at the beginning of bracing. Our experience was we had um, a lovely family who had donated some boots to us and we brought those to our first fitting after uh, her last cast came off and I thought, oh, this will be great because they're already kind of worn in and the medical team just kind of sized it up. Well, it turns out about two days in, I was like, "There's some. this isn't right. Like this is not, uh, There's this isn't the right fit. And so I drove all the way back down and met with somebody and we got a smaller size because the bigger size was causing friction in her heel, which was then causing red spots. So that fit, um, the bigger wasn't better in that instance for us. And so we needed to move to the smaller size. So that sizing is really important in the beginning. And But because this, they're smaller, uh, you're going to switch sizes more frequently than when they get older because their feet are growing and there is a less of a differential between the boot sizes. So that first fit, make sure it's a good, it's a good fit. Um, I've talked about previously that we didn't have the experience of working with an orthotist right after the casting. And we traveled to see our doctor after that, so we only saw the orthotist when we traveled to see the doctor. And so we didn't have like a specialist that we worked with that was really trained in the device. So 
that's always my caveat about our experience, where as if a lot of clubfoot families work with an orthotist who's trained in the specific boot, and that can be really helpful to families because they can get a little bit better guidance about uh, what they should what they should be doing and their sizing and all of that. And so for us, um, I think in the little, what we've been told is that it's better to be a little too snug than too loose in the beginning. It's the too loose that causes the friction in the feet, which then can lead to the skin issues that weren't there before. And we were told that the well, you'll know it's time to move up in size when the foot is wide, wider and not longer. So we were told even like even if the toes are somewhat pushing towards the edge or hanging off, if they're still a good fit in the width of the boot, then we should keep it there until we switch. Well, then we really need to move sizes, right? I always found that a little confusing because it's really hard to determine. And I feel like if I'm just being honest, our cutie's feet didn't grow that fast. It didn't feel like she really needed to switch boots that often because she was really, I don't know, her feet just were small and they didn't seem to move fast in the beginning. So I think that, I don't know if that experience, it seems like that experience is different for us than it was for other families, but we didn't really, so it made it kind of tricky to know when are we supposed to move sizes. So the first time that we decided to move sizes, it was after we had seen um, our second doctor and moved, and we were scheduled to go see him again in, uh, I think she was, oh gosh, I don't know, eight months old. But we had to cancel it because, of course, she got RSV and we couldn't travel. And so then we were stuck at home trying to figure out how do we get the boots, which then eventually we tried to order through the hospital and through their clinic. And then there was this backlog of, you know, there was just this in between. And we were like, we were getting to the point where I'm like, oh, we need the next size of boots. Like it's starting to become like I need I just need the next size. So that's when we decided to just start to order from MD Orthopedics directly because we were doing everything at home anyways because of the travel aspect of our treatment. And I was like, let's just order the boots and get them here. And so from then on, we just started, we just were ordering from MD Orthopedics because in our experience, the shipping was really quick and easy and it was uh, I mean, they got here quicker than they even said they would. And so the turnaround was really fast. So we started to order from then. And then as she got older and we switched, started to switch sizes, I would order the boots uh, well in advance of when I knew that she was going to need to start like potentially switch because I wanted to have them so that I could wash them. We would wash them in the washing machine on um, like gentle cycle within a mesh laundry bag, which is the same we use for when we wash our socks. And we would put a couple towels in there, no soap, and then we'd let them air dry. Just put them in a sunny spot and let them dry out. And I wanted to do that a couple times. We usually did that twice before we would start to switch just to kind of loosen up the uh, leather on the Mitchell Ponsetti boots and so we would order them ahead of time just so I had them to prep and then and 
another thing is we didn't deal with insurance. Like our insurance wasn't going to pay for the, for enough of what we did. So we would, we didn't even claim any of that. So with all of that in knowledge, I just want you guys to know that that was our experience that we used our HSA to pay for the boots as opposed to even putting a claim through our medical insurance. That was just the way that our insurance worked. So we didn't have to counteract with that. We didn't have to deal with putting claims in. That was just our choice in the way that our medical plan worked. So we didn't, I could just order the boots when I needed to, as opposed, and when, because I knew there wasn't this time frame of, you know, all of that. So I just, that made it a little bit simpler for us, but that's, I might be unique to our journey as well. So I'd order them, I'd wash them a few times, and then we got into the rhythm of doing, we would put the new boots on when we were switching, we'd put the new boots on for uh, just the nap time. So whatever nap time she was in it, it was because that was a shortened period of time. It was like two hours and then we the boots would be off and then we'd go back to the bigger or her regular size for the nighttime. And we would do that transition for a week, two weeks before we decided that we were like, okay, we're ready for the full boot. And that was just really to let her foot acclimate to it, um, to kind of loosen it up. And then there wasn't this 12 hour stint where we weren't checking the skin to see whether there were any issues. So that process worked for us for a really long time. Our cutie was, I mean, napped all the way up until the fall of this year. And so we, and she wore her boots every time she napped. That was another part for us is when she was in her sleep spot, she wore her boots, whether she was napping or nighttime, even though she was meeting more than the 12 hour wear. It was more about consistency for us than hours worn. And so that nap time kind of made that nice buffer. So we would do that with um, each of the sizing up of the boots. And then as she got older, um, as many of you know and see on kind of my Instagram, we decided that she would get to choose the custom color for the Mitchell Ponsetti. So we would go online together. She would be able to see all the different colors and then she would get to choose what her next color of boots would be. And that was just really fun because then she was excited about the new boots. I think she, the first color she chose, I think was the periwinkle purple. And then we did raspberry and then we did um, yellow. And now she's in her like special boots, which are Denver Nuggets colors. So like navy and gold, which is just silly, but it's my husband's thing. So, um, and she loves it because she loves blue. So for her, she's happy, but uh, those that that that's a special pair that she'll wear until the end. But it that part was kind of nice because it was this ownership. She was excited about the next color. She knew it was like okay, my feet are growing. I'm getting bigger. Like yeah, it just helped us with her when she was, and it made it special. Like even the other night, she was like, "Can I keep my boots when I'm done?" Like. Like, even when I'm done wearing them, can I just keep them? And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, we can donate some of them to other people who need them, or we can keep them. And she's like, well, I want to keep the ones that are colored because they're kind of her special boots. So, anyways, with that, that was helpful for us when we did that. But when she got older and kind of had a little bit more wherewithal to choose. So we did the slow transition. We prepped the boots. We ordered them early. Um, 
I know if you're working with your medical team, it might be harder to get your hands on the boots before you size up. It might be something that you have to talk to them about as opposed to um, our experience. So that's just something to be aware of. I think there's being aware that there are bigger differences in sizes in the larger boots, and that's okay. You want smaller to be better when they're little, but when they get bigger, you have a little bit more room to... Um, the sizes, the size differential can be more substantial because uh, there aren't as the fit is, issue isn't as big, at least as far as we were told. Um, I think, yeah, that's really a lot of what we did to switch sizes. I don't know if that's very helpful in when we knew to switch sizes. I. Uh, I don't know if I really knew. Honestly, I think it was just kind of a collaboration with my husband and I talking about, oh, do you think it's time to move sizes? Recently, when she went from a six to a seven, she started to have these red marks on her feet in the size six and like on the sides of her feet, which were abnormal spots for her. They would go away over time, but I just was like, yeah, it might be time for us to start switching sizes. So when I started to notice any sort of difference in her skin or um, or she would complain, she never really did, but if she was like, oh, these feel tight or whatever that looked like, we would, um, it was kind of just a guess guesstimate of when we needed to move like you know she's worn them she wore each pair of her boots for a long period of time we were going through one boot at maybe every nine months we were not switching very often and so there was a long lead up time to kind of assess when we needed to switch but I don't really have any specifics about when you actually need know when you need to switch right that's something that you kind of have to determine with your medical team if you have the opportunity to work with them or on your own. It's nice to have another person to talk to. Um, if you have a partner who's working with you and your child about, you know, talking about when you need to switch sizes, because that part can be really confusing for parents. I think it's nice to have the next size up on hand because then you can kind of determine and see, oh, are we ready for this size yet? Or are we not? Um, I, that has been a successful thing for us in the switching of sizes too, and determining when it was time to actually switch. And then there wasn't a wait period between like, oh my gosh, we need the next size and we don't have it. Uh, so that was really helpful for us throughout, honestly, all five years of the bracing. So anyways, thanks for listening. I hope that you uh, found this episode helpful. And if you know someone that would benefit from it, please share it with them. And if you need to get in contact with me, you can do so through my website at maureenhoff.com or through my Instagram account at Clubfoot Chronicles Mom. Until next time.